This is the New Blue Review with Benji Schulman. 101.9 Chai FM. Talking about democracy and how we can make it uh, better and more effective, we have online, as we always do, uh, dear South Africa, Rob Hutchinson. Rob, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. Good morning, Benji. I trust you're well. I'm great. Thank you. Very, very good. Now, Rob, a long-running issue in the South African landscape, uh, trying to deal with the problem of um, um, uh, pro- trying to deal with the problem of, of road accidents and road crashes and road safety in our, in our society, which of course is a huge deal. Um, and there's been a long time legislation in the works around how to deal with it, something called ARTO. Uh, hugely controversial as well, Rob. So what, where are we on this particular issue? Right, so the, the Auto Act was introduced some time back in about 1998. And uh, so we're going through almost 11 years of testing in two municipalities, mainly Chwani and, and city of Joburg. And this gone through various amendments and regulations have been, been drafted and tested out and some failed and some amended and some have worked to in certain instances. But now the plan is to introduce it, um, roll it out on a national scale. And they plan to roll it out by, uh, I think it's July 2021 in about uh, eight months, eight months from now. So they've, um, the department has issued a whole lot of new regulations and it's a complete rewrite of of the existing regulations around ARTA. And it's, well, we could take a, a full week to go through the 540 page document if we, if we had the time. It's quite, quite extensive and covers, um, many controversial areas that, like, like you say, um, most of all, it's the introduction of a points demerit system. And it, that's also gone through several, several revisions. And the regulations will, will bring that in, into force as well. Um, it's in some ways, in some ways, it's good. It, it, it might address uh, road safety in some way, and however, in I'd say majority of of ways, it's it's quite restrictive in in the way that it issues and deals with the processing of of fines, especially for uh, corporate owners and owners of fleets and 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 so on, who stand to lose their licenses. In literally a, a, a day, if you have more than one vehicle that's gone through um, many fines or in points demer- uh, demerit points have been applied to to the owner of of those vehicles. So yeah, it's it's, it's a controversial uh, issue. Um, many many say it's uh, unconstitutional too, as it it addresses it takes the presumption that you are uh, guilty before you have a chance to prove yourself innocent. Which is against the constitution in in some way, but that will be up to uh, a challenge at at a later stage. So where is the act at the moment? How far along are they with this process? Uh, they're pretty far down the line. So the regulations are um, the finalisation of of the whole act. Uh, the, there was recently an amendment, an auto amendment act, which was passed and adopted by President Ramaphosa into law, and now these are the regulations associated to to that. And um, once they're going to roll it out in three phases, and by 1st of July 2021, it will apply countrywide. So we're in the final stages of it, and uh, like I say, these are the regulations which in this stage, in this uh, moment, are draft regulations and therefore open to, to public comment and input to to shape them. 
But you're saying that, in fact, they've kind of gone back to the drawing board a little bit on how these things are, are written. So actually there's a lot more to discuss as opposed to saying we're putting the, the finishing touches on it. Definitely, definitely. There is a hell of a lot more to to talk about in this. Like I say, it's a 540-page document, which is incredibly extensive. It highlights um, how the points demerit system will work, uh, what certain offences will, will take place, how the uh, appeal process works through a tribunal now instead of going straight to court to defend yourself or uh, against an incorrectly issued fine, you now have to apply to um, to the minister or to the the uh, head of the road traffic enforcement agency and then be granted an, an opportunity to sit in front of a tribunal. And then if you want to appeal that process, then you only get your chance to go to court. Um, during which time, this, this may take uh, a considerable amount of time and cost you a fair amount of money and you might lose your license in, in the meantime. Also, the way the the points demerits are, are applied, uh, certain offences can uh, get you about si- up to six points uh, taken off your off your license or accrued on, on your license and to a maximum of 15. Once you hit 15, your license is, is suspended. And then you have to go through the whole process of, of reapplying and, and so on. And the interesting thing is you can only, um, you lose or you can drop points off at a rate of one over a three month period, provided that no other offense or additional offense has, has taken place during that time. So it's pretty, it's, it's, I think it's going to cause a lot of, a lot of problems. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it's all administered and so on. And, and, Will it uh, possibly increase the the bribes that are issued from from motorists to to certain traffic officers? We don't know. This remains to be seen. Talking of traffic officers, the, the other big bull on the on the on the discussion point at the moment is the Seth Amendment bull. What's that all about? This is a rather interesting one. At first glance, it, it appeared to be quite uh, quite a good quite a good bill that's that's brought out as it. Um, it tends to monitor uh, community policing, police forces, as well as municipal um, municipal operations, as far as policing is concerned. It also um, provides for integrity testing of of, recruit, of recruits in the police service, as well as lifestyle audits um, of of certain members where they have to declare a conflict of interest, which is which is a great thing. However, when you look at the the other side of it, it's it seems to centralise um, all police uh, service activities a- across the country. So uh, I know there was a an instance where the city of Cape Town wanted to introduce their own um, private policing service to uh, help combat crime and so on. That will now fall under a new um, department within the National Police Service where they want to regulate um uh, community and national and, and municipal um, policing policing services. So everything now will fall underneath um, uh, a centralised uh, South African police service, which places more regulations, new boards that, that are going to be established, and a whole oversight committee on 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 uh, national policing from a centralised point. It also uh, seeks to introduce a 
uh, investigative unit and uh, strengthen that investigative unit inside there, as well as establishment of an intelligence division within the police service and allow community operations and municipal operations to collect DNA from from perpetrators. So there might be a few constitutional issues and challenges around around that side of it as well. We're talking to Rob Hutchinson today. He is from the South Africa, uh, focusing on auto and your license of your vehicle, as well as changes to the way that the South African police services are constituted and operated. We'll take a short break. We'll be back just after this. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Schulman. 101.9 High FM. We're talking today to Dear South Africa, Rob Hutchinson, talking to us about what is going on in Parliament. Rob, how is Parliament operating at the moment? Is it still online? Are we likely to see them go back to physical stuff pretty soon? I think we will. I think we will. They they are um, operating online mostly, and they're doing it quite well. They've managed to adapt uh, rather quickly to to the whole process. And um, uh, interestingly enough, I, I attended a meeting last Friday on, on with the Parliamentary Committee and the Public Education Office, and it was it ran very smoothly. And I think it, they're more suited to to online than actually um, being in Parliament because it seems to be more productive when they're offline than than when they're in Parliament, which just becomes a circus with uh, objections and 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 so on. Whereas on online works works much better, and I think Parliament will move towards being more digital and using their their online technology rather than um, actual physical uh, attendance, just simply because things get done. They're much quicker than than if they were in, in the physical space. Well, I think that that would definitely be a, uh, some positive out of this whole um, uh, out of this whole scenario that we've had to do. Because I agree with you, I've definitely watched a few parliamentary hearings, uh, some of the committees on the on the on the YouTube, and you can get access to to the people, etc. So uh, I do think that uh, that there is some some benefit to to an online parliamentary channel as well. Absolutely, and like like you mentioned there, the the great part about it is that the public can get involved and and attend it and attend any any meeting and um, not participate but can actually view it. Whereas before you had to get permission and then go into the viewing gallery in Parliament itself. Now anyone can hop online and and see these uh, broadcasts and and have a, get an idea of, of what's going on and how the whole process works. So, Rob, if you do want to get involved, uh, how can people comment on the Auto Act, on SAPs, on a range of different um, uh, uh, bills and legislation that are coming through? Uh, we've created a fantastic portal, which is really easy to use. You just enter your name and your comment, and we generate a, uh, a comment and submission directly to the relevant uh, parliamentary person in the legally accepted format, and that's found on our, on our website, dearsouthafrica.co.za. There we go, dearsouthafrica.co.za. And, yeah, it's very easy. And there's also information where if you want to do a bit of a deep dive before you comment, you can actually read up on all the legislation that is there as well. That's right. Everything is there. We provide summaries. We're about to provide uh, video summaries as well because a lot of these things are, are hella difficult to read through, can get quite complicated. And... The video summary provides you with a, a quick, really easy, viewable, and memorable way to, to actually get more information and then make a, a valuable comment in shaping uh, the policy that's at hand. Well, there you go. If you want to comment on this or anything else, have a go, have a go look at the Geo South Africa website. Rob, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. 
Thanks very much for the opportunity, Benji.